Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Welcome to After Fact here on Clamars Community Radio. I am your host John Nolan and thank you for joining me here for the second episode in the sixth series. Anyway, tonight we are on to the second uh, episode of the series and everything tonight is going to loosely be related to the letter B. Okay, let us go and meet the teams without much further delay. The blue team, I'm going to talk to you first and the blue team... Well, last week we had two Davids, but they were at least quizzing on opposite sides. But tonight we have a team featuring two Bryans. <laughs> so let's go and meet them and their teammate, who is a returning player, well known to fans of the show. So first up, let's talk to uh, debutante, Mr. Brian Dawson. Good evening, Brian. Hi, John. Uh, good to be here. And you know the old saying that two Bryans are better than one. Is that a popular saying around your way? It's very popular, you know, particularly from the rural parts of Galway, where I hail from. Okay. Brian, it's very common. How are you feeling about uh, taking the quiz tonight, Brian? I was feeling good, John, until I, you know, I, I listened again to the episode from last week. And uh, you know, in your opening, you uh, congratulated uh, one of the participants for having one mastermind <laughs> the uh, previous while. And I won't lie to you, John, that kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> Yes, yes, he did. He did, uh, Dave McBride, and we're very proud of him. Don't worry, Brian. You've got some very good quizzes on your team tonight. Let's go meet one of them. He is also Brian, but he's Brian Shaw. Good afternoon, Brian. Hey, good, John. Let's talk to you. Oh, I'm Gumai. That's too fain. Yeah, go ahead and Yeah, no, it's good. Great to be back. Um, and for what it's worth, I think we can include Dave McBride in the ranks of Brian's, so we're in, we're in good company. <laughs> In the sense that he is son of Brian in some ancient Irish language way. Indeed, indeed. Okay, well, good to have you back, Brian. Now, final, another returning player is a man who has been on, I think, every series of After the Fact so far. Mr. Ger Slattery. How are you doing? Good to be back. Well, I'm doing good, Ger. How are you doing? I'm, I'm great, I'm great, yeah. Uh, can't complain. I mean, you've learned who your teammates are, so you're already moving up. That was good. Good week explain that to you yeah completely unprepared for tonight 20 seconds uh, ago uh, whatever (laughs) okay across the table we go to meet the red team now we have two returning players on the red team but they have sizable gaps since they were last on i think so let's go and talk to firstly mr bob cox good evening how's it going how long since you've been on after the fact bob i it must be four years is it (laughs) Yeah. After Brexit, I got kicked <laughs> off uh, because I, I, I expressed a pro-Brexit view the last time I was on, and they've been censored by uh, Claremont Community Radio. You know? Good to see that we we got Brexit done, and uh, we're back. There's so much untruth in all of that. I mean, it just is. <laughs> it's not going to pass any muster. You're fine. Uh, it's good to have you back, though. Your brother Brendan, of course, was Brandy, on for the yeah. last couple of years, but you've kind of stepped back into his slot now that he's unavailable. Brendy has been my uh, my uh, uh, substitute. I, 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 unlike Brian's, I thought two coxes are not better than one, so we've had we've shared it. Uh, next after you is another player who was on uh, the year before last. I think you were last with us. So welcome to Mr. John Martin. Good evening, John. Hello. Good to be back. How are you? Good to have you back, John. How are you feeling about quizzing yeah. these days? Quizzing. Uh, I haven't been doing much, and then I listened to last week's episode, and it's quite broad, so I'm quite scared, you know? Best of luck to you, John. Yeah, the letter B. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we'll go meet the third player on the red team, making his debut tonight, is an excellent quizzer, coming to us from Dublin, Mr. Gary Stevens. Good evening, Gary. Hello, John. Hello, everyone. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Gary? Uh, it's great to be on the show at last. You've you've bided your time, okay, Gary. Gary. You've you're, waited. You're you've waited. the red team here now. Yeah, Gary, Gary for the red team. <laughs> We've already nominated you as captain. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, I'm going to do my best. Good man, Gary. Okay, very good. All right. Before we get on with the quiz, of course, we have to meet our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy. Good day, everyone. <laughs> I have nothing to add at the moment, but no matter. 
Okay, he's man a few words tonight, no worries. Right, let's get on with the quiz and let's go on to round number one. Round number one is our multiple choice round. In this round, each player will be asked a question with three potential answers given to them. If they can answer it on their own correctly, they will get two points for their side. They can choose to confer with their teammates, and if they do that, that's fine, but they'll only get one point for a right answer. If they get it wrong, though, I will offer the remaining two potential answers across the other side. They can confer, and if they give me the right answer, they will get a one-point bonus. Uh, last week, we had the red team won the coin toss for the series, and they went first. So the blue team are up first tonight, and uh, we're also doing it this year by first name alphabetical. Of course, we have two Brian's. So we'll go with the first of them. Surname-wise, that's Mr. Brian Dawson. Brian, here's your question. In a 1992 film and a subsequent TV series that was aired originally between 1997 and 2003, both of which were created by Joss Whedon, what was the role of the lead character, Buffy Summers? Was she A, a teenage witch? Was she B, a vampire slayer? Or was she C, a choir mistress? I can say quite confidently, having been a, a teenage fan of said programme, that Buffy was indeed a vampire slayer. Well done, Brian. You've got the blue team off and running with uh, two points there. Well done. Across we go to the red team and going by first name there, we've got Mr. Bob Cox. So, Bob, you're up first for the Reds. Here's your question. In 2008, Hossein Kalkan, spelled K-A-L-K-A-N, the mayor of a city in Turkey attempted to sue a Hollywood studio over what he called the unauthorised use of the city's name in a certain film franchise. Which famous character shares their name with this city? So your options are A. Batman B. Bucky Barnes or C. Blade Right. Can I get the name of the mayor again? Well, the, oh, well he was uh, Hussein Kalkan. He was the mayor of a city in Turkey. And he attempted to sue a Hollywood studio over what he called the unauthorised use of the city's name in a certain film franchise. What year? 2011? 2008. This is excellent uh, stalling for time you're doing here. Very commendable. No, I just want to... I'm going to go with um, uh, uh, Batman. He's going with Batman, folks. And it's correct for two points. Yes, Hussein was indeed the mayor of the Turkish city of Batman. All right, we'll go back over to the blues. And we're now talking to Brian Shaw. Brian, the island of Borneo is divided into lands belonging to three countries. These are Indonesia, Malaysia, and which other? Options for you are A, Brunei, B, Benin, or C, Bahrain. Yeah, well, I wasn't certain until you gave me the options, and I'm, uh, I'm going to say it's Brunei. Yes, it is indeed Brunei. Well done. That's another two points for the Blues. Back over now. We're talking next to Gary Stevens for the red team. Gary. In which city can one find the Burj Khalifa, the tallest structure and building in the world since its topping out in 2009? Options available are A, Dubai, B, Abu Dhabi, or C, Doha. Yeah, these are cities I always get mixed up, but I think it's Dubai. Okay, Dubai. Yes, well done. That's correct. It is in Dubai. All right, last player to go for the Blues is Ger Slattery. Ger. Which town in County Cork was almost abandoned for most of the 17th century following a raid by Barbary pirates in 1631 in which approximately 200 people were kidnapped and sold into slavery? The options here are A. Blarney B. Bandon or C. Baltimore uh, Baltimore, John That's correct Of course you are a history teacher, Jar, so you really want to begin that one there okay, uh, sure. Final player is John Martin on the red team John on the night of the 2nd and 3rd December 1984, over 500,000 people were exposed to methyl isoyanate gas, and unfortunately over 3,000 people were killed, following a leak at the Union Carbide India plant in which city? So which of these cities was that in? Was it in A, Bidar, B, Bhopal, or C, Bangalore? I think that was Bhopal. Oh, that's your guess, yes? That's your answer, yes? It's correct for two points. Yes, that was in the Indian city of Bhopal. So nobody missed anything there. Everyone got the two points. So let's just go over to Clancy and we confirm the scores at the end of round one. Blue team, six points. Red team, six points. There we go. The sides are level. Well done, everyone. Great performance. Okay, now I'll move on to round two. This is our connections round. 
In this round, I'll give the team that is in play two pieces of information. If they can tell me what links them with tonight's theme, they get three points. They can ask for a third and indeed a fourth piece of information, but if they do, they will be playing for two points and one point respectively. A wrong answer at any time will see all four pieces of info given to the team on the other side, who can confer and potentially get a one-point bonus for giving me the right answer. Sides are level, so we're going to alternate who's going first. Blue's got the start, so we'll go with reds now. So, Bob, Gary and John, here is your first two pieces of information. Bonnie and Clyde and Perfect. Um... Well, perfect really makes me think of fairground attraction. Fairground attraction. But yeah. I can't connect that to Bunny and Clyde. No, not at all. Uh, Wouldn't be anything to do with Warren Beatty or Fate Dunaway, who played Bunny and Clyde. Well, Beatty is a B. I I can't see anything. I definitely think we need to. I'm not going to help uh, in this situation because I didn't get perfect as fairground attraction. So. <laughs> that doesn't disqualify you for <laughs> chipping in. Okay, well, what do you think? Do you want we the third piece? Another piece of information? Yeah, I think okay. so. No problem, guys. Okay, here we go. Bonnie and Clyde and Perfect. Now we give you clue three. Foxy Cleopatra, where Foxy is spelled F-O-X-X-Y. Sounds like a character in a black exploitation film. Yeah. I don't know which one. It's She's the one... Um, your woman from in what do you call it Jackie Brown, Brown. Beyonce then oh yes that's who plays it in um, Beyonce plays Foxy Cleopatra in Austin Powers oh no no is it yeah it is okay is that is that is that okay a, are, we, are we going with that or are we, what are we doing what are we doing we still don't have I'm a connection inside, do perfect we? and Foxy Cleopatra I, I don't see that linked to anywhere else though that's the problem with it um, I, I beyond Foxy Cleopatra and Beyonce, I don't see any other links. Like, or what could link it to the other two? Okay, Beyonce hasn't sung a song. Perfect, hasn't sung a song. Bonnie and Clyde has she? No, Bonnie and Clyde is the name of a song, as well as a movie. Is it? Uh, I don't know. Are you telling us that? Or no, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm like I want to call spitballing before we call for the next piece of information, which is, looks like it's uh, inevitable. Yeah. No, I've got nothing. Okay, no, okay. I've got nothing else. All right, for one point. Bonnie and Clyde, perfect. Foxy Cleopatra, and single ladies, brackets, put a ring on it. That's Beyonce. Yeah, I guess uh, it is, yeah. Yes, it is, for one point. I still don't get the first two clues on it. Well, yeah. Bob said the exact fact about them, he just didn't know it. They're both singles. They're both songs. So in reverse order, Single Ladies put a ring on it. Big hit by Beyonce, 2010. She was Foxy Cleopatra in Austin Powers in Gold Member. Then Perfect was a du uh, duet she had with Ed Sheeran in 2017. It was a hit. And Bonnie and Clyde was a duet she had with Jay-Z, her husband now, of course, back in 2003. Right, well, you got a point out of that, lads. Well done. Across we go. Blue team. Your first two pieces of information are the name of the 23rd Sorry, the 2013 album by BDI and Belgium. Okay, I have no I idea. What BDI is, sir? BDI is. BDI, no? Uh, I, I do know where Belgium is, though. <laughs> Good man. Yeah, why is there associated with Belgium would be then, apart from Brussels? Um, I think we probably have no chance on this for the, for the, the max points, do we? Certainly the, the synopses aren't firing on that now. BDI. What was the year, John? Sorry. The, the 20, 2013 album by BDI. B-E-A-D-Y-E-Y-E. -E -Y -E. Okay. No, I don't have anything for that. What about you, Jer? Do you want to take another clue? No, no clue. We need a third clue, yeah. All right. Okay. For two points, we gave you the 2013 album by BDI, Belgium, and now... The airline that filed for administration on the 5th of March, 2020. 5th of March, 2020. Oh my God. Could that fly B? Could be. It's probably something going to be, though, is it? Is there anything else? What else filed for administration? Um, it could be. I don't. Like, there is obviously Brussels Airlines. 
but I can't remember if they That's true. Them. That's true. That's very true. It's the second possible link for, for Brussels then. Um yeah, I, I don't know if they filed for administration, but I I, I think that's a mm. a good shout actually, because we can get fit with two of the clues. It it, it could be worth a shot just to uh, get a point over on those other. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so are are you about to give me an answer at this point? So, sure. What do you think? What do you think, sure? I'd say we go 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 chance chance Brussels. I'd say you know for. The, the oracle has spoken. You're playing Brussels. Okay, here we go. For uh, a try. It was worth a try. Across we go to the side. Reds, you could get a point here. Here are the four pieces of info for you now. The 2013 album by BDI, Belgium. An airline that filed for administration on the 5th of March 2020. And fourth clue. The most famous line in Act 3, Scene 1 of Hamlet. Um, I think the answer is just B. No, it's BE. BE, yeah. So BE is the internet code for Belgium. Fly B was the airline. To be or not to be. And uh, BDI. That's it, yeah. I'm giving you the bing for that. That is absolutely correct. So BDI, being the recent band of Liam Gallagher, post-Oasis, they had a 2013 album called BE, which is just their initials. Uh, As Gary said, then the rest is the dot BE for Belgium. Fly B was the airline. And to be or not to be from Hamlet. Okay, we're staying with the Reds, and here comes your second question in the round. The 1960 Summer Olympic champion in the long jump, and the man who shot the man who shot Abraham Lincoln. John, sorry, can I have the year of the Olympic win? 1960. Was that Bob Beeman? 1960. Was that 56, no? One was in Mexico, Beeman was in Mexico. I thought no, that was 68. That was 68. All right. Um, I was just thinking it could be Bob, but uh, yeah, who shot John Wilkes Booth? Uh, I, can't remember. Uh, I don't know. I, I think we'll go quickly to the next uh, piece of information, will we? Yeah. Okay. So we've got the 1960 Summer Olympic champion in the long jump, the man who shot the man who shot Abraham Lincoln, and a now classic rock band formed by Tom Schultz and Brad Delp. In 1975. No. Tom Schultz and who? Who? Sorry? Brad Delp. D E L P. Real rock and roll name there. It is. No, those names don't mean anything to me. Okay. I feel like we should know who those guys are. Uh, yeah, so do I. Uh, in 1975, it's. Um, possibly a punk band, possibly. Uh, we. Classic rock band. Yeah, classic rock American uh, thing. So, anyway, we're not going to be certain on it. So, yeah. Do you remember the answer? Probably begins with B. So, yeah. uh, Could the rock band begins with B? Bread? Uh, I I don't know. No, I've got nothing. Okay. Do you want the fourth piece of information? Mm. Yeah. 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 All right. 1960s Summer Olympic champion in the long jump. The man who shot the man who shot Abraham Lincoln. The classic rock band formed by Tom Schultz and Brad Delp in 1975. And final piece of info, the host city to the world's oldest annual marathon race. Oh, that's Boston, is it? Yeah, there's a rock band called Boston. Yeah. You happy with that? Yeah. yeah, yeah right, yeah. I'm giving you the points. He's given the ding already. Given the ding. We weren't going to turn away from that answer, I don't think. So... You're right there in your last two facts. The oldest marathon in the world going since 1897 is in Boston. Boston, the rock band, were formed in 1975 by those two chaps. The man who shot John Wilkes Booth was called Boston Corbett. And the 1960 Olympic champion in the long jump was Ralph Boston for the USA. Okay, you got a point there. Well done. Final question of the round is back with the blue team. I'll play a struggle now. <laughs> no. Well, you're, you're currently three behind. You get three here. We're level. No one will know any different. Here we go. So your two pieces of information for this question, Blues. The longest serving current Prime Minister and Formula One. Okay. Longest serving current Prime Minister. Who could that be? Um, and Merkel's been around quite a long time. 
Yeah. I mean, it just counts as prime minister. It's a different term, I know, but effectively that's what she is. Um, Trudeau has actually been in for quite a while now, hasn't it? Well, quite a while. Definitely not as long as Merkel. Mm-hmm. But again, does she even count as prime minister? Formula One. Um, ooh. I don't think I know. I don't think I can come up with anything sensible there. Do you have any ideas, Jer? That's too tentative. I mean, there's too many prime ministers, and the, <laughs> the Formula One is just pretty random. So, yeah, that, uh, well, round and round in circles. There's no, that, uh, there's no prime minister. Oh, it's going to be B as well, isn't it? Um, yeah. Any Formula One teams beginning with B at the moment? I've, I I used to follow it ten years ago. I'm not much into it as much now. But... I don't know. I same as that is. I've followed twenty years. Will it be Benetton? Is there a team called Benetton? Um, Benetton, yeah. On any PM. Prime Minister Benetton, though. Yeah, I suppose. Well, we learned the last question. You know what Del Boy says: "He who dares falls flat on their face." So. <laughs> there you go. We'll have another. You've learned the wisdom another. of caution. Okay, here's the next fact for you. So, we've got the longest-serving current Prime Minister, Formula One, and now the King Fad Causeway. That's spelled F-A-H-D. The King Fad Causeway. Now I'm just. Thinking. Is that Bahrain by any chance? I think, I think it is. I think I've heard of that, yeah. And there, there is a Grand Prix held there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that could be the longest serving Prime Minister, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so are, are we going to learn from our mistake last time or are we going <laughs> to. No, I, 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 I would go with that actually. Yeah, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, we're strong on this one. Okay. So let's go for it. You're going Bahrain. Yeah. And it's good for two points. Well done. Back in the game. <laughs> hey. All right, so let's go through it. Fourth clue you never got to was Manama, the capital of Bahrain. It's an island nation. It's, con- it's connected to the mainland, Saudi Arabia, by the King Fahd Causeway. There's been a Formula One Grand Prix in Bahrain since 2004, apart from one year when it didn't happen. And the longest serving current prime minister is in office in Bahrain. And you mentioned the likes of Angela Merkel there. She is but an hour of east compared to Khalifa bin Salman al-Khalifa, who has been prime minister of Bahrain, I kid you not, since the 19th of January, 1970. <laughs> Must be doing a great job. <laughs> well, when you're the uncle Look of the, the king... ministerial pension there, like, you know. <laughs> when you're the uncle of the king, it's uh, probably good for your job prospect. I, I'd say he's not even in coalition. <laughs> right, that's the end of round two. Let's go and check the scores with Clancy. Blue team, eight points. Red team, nine points. Okay, so we have a little chink of daylight there. The Reds are now currently in the lead by 9.28. All right, let's move on to round three, which is, of course, our audio round. In this round, I will play a piece of music for the team that is in. They get a point for being able to identify the title of the song and who it's by. And then there will be two subsequent questions, both worth a point each. As always, uh, wrong answers can see it go across for a bonus. So we're going with the team that's trailing. That's the blue team. So, Brian, Brian, and Jarrett, this one is for you. So, stand by, here we go. looking at the blank faces of my two teammates yeah, I was banking on you two there oh. <laughs> okay no, alright yeah so it's probably going to be a band beginning with B then how many options are there in that kind of genre what have we got um, if you're going there Brian I mean you're going to have to give me the song title as well so I don't know how that's going to uh, pan out oh it's not a point for each no, no I'm okay. afraid not no <laughs> I have not a notion on this okay Nothing. Yeah, we're not going to get song title anywhere, are we? So no point in giving them the band, which we do know, obviously. But <laughs> no point in giving it away. <laughs> okay, you're passing that one across. All right, uh, red team. Can we pass it right back? No, yeah, I think. Oh, do we know it? Do we know oh, it? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sabotage by the Beastie Boys. That is sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Correct. Nice one, John. Well I knew you misspent. You would come here. Won't come good at some stage. <laughs> Beastie Boys is not misspent. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, we're back over to the Blues for some questions now, and I hope they know a bit more about the Beastie Boys. <laughs> right, Blue Team. Which now famous director created the video for this song, 
a homage to and parody of 1970s crime drama shows such as Hawaii Five O, The Streets of San Francisco, and Starsky and Hutch. We don't know when the song was, do we? John might be able to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. All right, the other director. John, who's waiting for it to go across. Wouldn't be somebody like Tarantino or somebody like that. Or his Mexican equivalent, Barantino. It, well, I don't think this has to be going with B now because the Beastie Boys was the B part and now these are just questions associated okay. with that. Okay. Right. Um, and did, did you mention a year that the, it was made in, the video? Well, I didn't, Cher, no. Now famous, so, yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to push you to make a decision. I, I, I... Oh, God, I don't know. Do you want to try Tarantino? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm afraid that's incorrect. Across we go. Could be another bonus point here. Red team. I don't know who directed it, but that was sort of early to mid-90s. So name a director that's come famous since. So Michael Bay was already famous in the early to mid-90s. Scott, Tony Scott, was also uh, famous at that stage. Who did Snatch? And who did... Yeah, I'd say the guy Snatch. What do you call him? Um... Uh, Richie. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be my guess. Go with that it's, for a it's, the name that, it's the name that came into my head when I when he asked the question. Yeah. All right. Guy Ritchie. Gary. I'm afraid that's not right. Oh. So, answer there was Mr. Spike Jones. Okay. And the last question for the blue team. Starting in 1996 and running until 2003, the Beastie Boys organized a series of Live Aid style concerts to support the cause of which independence movement? The group had become aware of the plight of these people after member Adam MCA Yauch spent some time hiking in Nepal. I dare say we've got the answer here based on that clue. <laughs> well, I don't know the fact, but yeah, I think so. Nepal, it's got to be Tibet, right? Yeah, I'm going to Tibet, John. You're going to Tibet. It's correct. Yes. Well done. Yes, they were supporters of the Free Tibet Movement. Okay, point for you there. All right, we're going to cross now to the red team for their first piece of music of the round. And uh, here it is right now. Okay, Red Team, who is that and what's the name of the song? I think I know. I'm happy for you to guess. Uh, Are you okay, Gary, with me to go? It does begin with B? Yeah, well, the band is Blur. The band is Blur, and I think there's no other way. That is correct, John Martin. Exactly right. There's no other way by Blur. Okay, you've got two subsequent questions. First of those, which song by Blur ultimately won the so-called Battle of Britpop? when it topped the UK charts in August of 1995. Oh, um... Okay, so this was between... This, this was, the, this was when it went... Yeah, and uh, the, the, the one that they had that beat Oasis to number one that time, it was... The song two, no? No, it wasn't. It was uh, Lives in the House in the Country because it was against Roll With It by Oasis. So I would say it's Country, country House. Country House. <laughs> you got there. Well done. Well done. I knew there was a reason we brought along our music. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing well. He's doing well for you right so far. Okay, final question on Blur. Who is the founding member of Blur, the group's lead guitarist and secondary vocalist, who left the band in 2002 before rejoining in 2008? I only know the lead singer. I don't know any of the other members. John has declared on this one. He's just retired on this one. Would it surprise you to know that I also don't know any of the members of Blur? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Alburn, I don't know who it is. So one of the members of Blur who who runs a farm and he's Alex. You're right, there is something like that. All right, yeah. Is Alex James or something like that. Uh, we could go with that. That's a good. That's as good a guess as I'm going to have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. That is indeed another member of Blur, but uh, he plays the bass oh. and he sells cheeses. Oh, now, that he homemade cheeses. That's uh, what Alex James is known for these days. Okay, cross we go. 
Might get a bonus here for the Blues. What is the name of the founding member of Blur, the group's lead guitarist and secondary vocalist, who left the band in 2002 before rejoining in 2008? I have a name. Okay. Uh, another, I believe, member. I'm not sure. Does anyone else have anything or like, give it a go? Go. I have absolutely zero. Brian, so. <laughs> okay. I think there was a name, Coxon. I'll try that. It's correct, Brian. Oh, <laughs> Graham Coxon is your man there we're looking for. Who left to win solo for a while? How did I not get that? <laughs> but he oh. came back in 2008. So well done. All right, uh, sticking with the blues. So, and here comes your next piece of music. Easy come, easy go. That's just how you live. Oh, take, take, take it all, but you never give. Shoulda known you was trouble from the first kiss. Had your eyes wide open. Why were they open? Gave you all I had and you tossed it in the trash. You tossed it in the trash. You did to give me all your love. Blue team, who's that and what's the name of the song? I think, I think that's Grenade by Bruno Mars, guys. Does that sound familiar at all? <laughs> that sounds better than anything I would say. I think, I think it is. I don't like... Yes, Brian, I'll, I'll let you away uh, from your doubts and tell you that you are correct. Grenade by Bruno Mars. Now you've got two you. questions. The video for which 2014 song, credited to both Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars, is, at the time of this recording, the sixth most watched video on YouTube with 3.89 billion views. Yeah, that's Uptown Funk. Yes, it is. And I'm very happy to be on Brian's team right now. <laughs> Okay, final question. What is the name of Bruno Mars' longtime backing band? The name also features in the title of his debut album from 2010, which features this song, Grenade. That one, I don't know. Um, any ideas? No? The Sound. Good try, Brian. Good try. All right, across we go. Potential bonus for the Reds. Bob, Gary and John. No, no idea here. I think they might be called the Hooligans. Oh, no. See? Or something like that, or either his, uh, his fans. That, or his yeah! fans. that is correct, Gary. They are the hooligans. Well done, Gary. Okay, the final piece of music of the round is for the uh, red team, and uh, here it is now. What's the name of the song? It is, uh, I think it's Can't Get Enough of Your Love. Now, we've just given that to the other side now that they, if they do <laughs> better get the song. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll give you a few more seconds. But Can't Get Enough of Your Love is, it doesn't begin with B, so the song, think the person who sings it has to be going with B. How about we go back to the previous round and say Boston? <laughs> Could be, yeah. Yeah. Is that your guess? I say we guess that, sure. I'm not fine with it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid not. All right, back over to the blues. I know the song name. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say. Amazing, Brian. Amazing. Sounds like Brian Dawson genre. (laughs) Normally it wouldn't, actually. But I'm, I'm drawing a bit of a blank on this one. I thought I had it, and then I remembered that actually it had to start with a B. <laughs> Do we think it's a band or a solo person? I think it's a band. Okay, can't give you too much longer now. There's a bonus. Oh my god, I don't have anything. <laughs> I, I throw a guess. If you have anything at all, just throw a guess. I don't have anything. Anything? Anyone? No, doesn't look like no. it. Okay, that's a pass all around. I'll tell you, that was the band Bad Company with the classic rock tune can't get in just can't get you know can't get enough is the actual title but i wouldn't no, have no, 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 i wouldn't I, have i wouldn't I, have docked you anything for giving me extra words all right well there's still two questions left for the red team uh, red team here we go who was the lead singer of bad company prior to 1973 he was a singer with famous blues rockers free 
and between 2004 and 2009 toured and recorded with the remaining members of Queen. Oh, that's one I should know, but I don't. Just even from the Queen reference. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it Adam Lambert who sings with Queen? Go for it. Can I run now? But this is somebody older. Whatever it is. This is someone who's in the seventies. Lambert's the lead, the new lead singer, isn't he? It's still so. a better guess. It's still a better guess than we have. Yeah. Okay, you're saying Adam Adam Lambert. Mm. Yeah, that is incorrect. I'm afraid. Across we go. Blue team. Any ideas? Who was the lead singer of Bad Company? Also the lead singer of Free. And between 2004 and 2009, toured and recorded with the remaining members of Queen. Ideas? No. No. Yeah, that was Jones. <laughs> Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. You can give us the big one. Afraid not. That was Mr. Paul Rogers. Final question of the round for the Reds. Mick Ralphs. R-A-L-P-H-S. Ralphs. Another founding member of Bad Company was the man who wrote Can't Get Enough. He too had previously been in a successful band. Which group, whose biggest hit was their 1972 version of All the Young Dudes, originally written by David Bowie? Oh, is that uh, Mott the Hoople? For it. You're going for that. Matt the Hoople is correct. Nice. Nice one, Gary. Gets you a point. More, more my era. All right. Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go over to Clancy and we check on the scores before we take our ad break. How do they stand now, Clancy? Blue team, 12 points. Red team, 14 points. So the red team are ahead by two as we go to the ad break. Please don't go away. We'll be back in about two minutes' time. This is After the Fact, the weekly quiz programme here on Claire Morris Community Radio. I'm John Nolan, your host, and thank you for joining us this evening. This is a show all about, or well, loosely enough, things to do with the letter B. And after three rounds, the red team, which is tonight Bob Cox, Gary Stevens, and John Martin, are on 14 points, two ahead of the blue team, which tonight is the Bryans, Dawson and Shaw, alongside Jer Slattery. Okay, we're on to the final round. Round four, which is our 20 questions round. In this round, the team that is in will be asked a question. If they can give me the right answer, they get a point. They also get to face the next question. This can continue until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point they will have to give control of the game over, but they will get a bonus sixth point for the achievement. A wrong answer, though, at any stage, we'll see the other side offered the question for a potential bonus and seeing the next question as well. We're starting with the team that's trailing. That's the blue team. So, blue team, here is your first question tonight. Brian, Brian and Jar. Originating from the use of a hashtag on social media in 2013, what three-word term replaced the names of the players on the rear of their shirts for the first 12 fixtures in the FA Premier League when it recommenced in June 2020? I think that would be Black Lives Matter. That is correct. Okay, we're off and running. Question two. The Oxford English Dictionary credits technology writer Peter Merholtz with coining in 1999 what four-letter term, shortened from an original word with just two more letters, that is used to describe a website published on the internet in which posts are typically displayed in reverse chronological order so that the most recent post appears first at the top of the webpage. Uh, I think that's a blog. It is indeed a blog. Shortened, weirdly, from weblog. So the original term had six and the shortened term had four. Question three. Since his victory in the 2018 election, which controversial politician is the 38th and current president of Brazil? Just diagnosed with COVID today, that's Bolsonaro. Correct. Poetic justice. <laughs> Jair Bolsonaro is the answer there, well done. Fourth question. A branch of biology, its name comes from an ancient Greek word meaning pasture, grass or fodder. What is the name for the science and study of plant life? That would be botany. It would be botany, correct. Okay, well that's four points, Garant. Now here comes your question for the potential five in a row. What is the name of the 700-verse Hindu scripture, commonly dated to the 2nd century BCE, that was first translated into English by Charles Wilkins in 1785? The work was cited by figures such as Mohandas Gandhi and Jawaharlal Nehru as providing Indian nationalism with rationale for its activism. Its words were also quoted by US physicist Robert Oppenheimer whilst witnessing the explosion of the Trinity Test in the Manhattan Project. He said, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. 
Can we consult on this, John? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have something like is the Bhavna Gita or something very close. You could you could well be right. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. The only word coming to my mind, and it's honestly with not much knowledge at all, is Brahman. Is, is that something different? That's, that's what it, it was coming to me as well, but I don't know if it's something different. I don't I, know. Brian, sounds like you have some... I, I have it in the back of my head, but I'm not sure am I getting the pronunciation. I'm probably offending a whole religion here. But... <laughs> well, if you're... <laughs> uh, last week, I think we'll be... I, I think I'm willing, willing to take a punt on it. If, yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what are you going with? My pronunciation, etc. I, I apologise, but is it Bhavna Gita? All right. Well, on the Estona rule quoted there by Brian Shaw from last week, I will allow that. That's close enough. It's generally known as the Gita, is a kind of a nickname for it, so that should be sufficient. Its first word is Bhagavad Gita. But I am letting you have that one, Brian. Brian. Well done. Okay, we go across to the red team. Uh, Bob, Gary and John, here comes your first question of the round. William Adams, a.k.a. Well, I am. Alan Pineda Lindo, a.k.a. Apple Diap and Jaime Gomez, aka Taboo, are the three remaining founding members of which alternative hip hop group that was founded in Los Angeles in 1995? Um, that is, I think, that's the one. Correct. Excellent teamwork again there. Next question. Grilling is a form of cooking that involves dry heat applied to the surface of the food, commonly from above, below, or to the side. In the United States, what term is used to describe when the heat source for grilling specifically comes from above? Uh, is that broiling? Oh, I think broiling, that's yeah. broiling. What do you think, yeah. guys? Hey, two of you have said it, so yeah. Yeah. Should we go broiling? Correct. Yes. Broil or broiling is the answer there. Third question of the set. For you guys, which DIY and home improvement retail company with outlets in both the UK and Ireland was founded in Southampton in March 1969 by two gentlemen, Richard and David, who used their surnames initially as its name. However, it was subsequently shortened to just their initials. I think that was B&Q. Mr. Block and Mr. Quail. Oh, so, yeah, me <laughs> Nice bit of showboating there, Gary. Very good. <laughs> Block and Quail is correct. B&Q. Fourth question of the set. In 2017, a sequel to a film that had been released in 1982, yet set in 2019, was released, which was itself set in 2049. Which two words feature in the title of both of these movies? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. All right. And now let me see. For your uh, potential five in a row, what word is used in fields such as algebra, statistics and biology to indicate the presence or use of two terms or parts. I would say binary. Or binomial. I mean, it could be something, anything beginning with bi. Can we have, the, parts. Can we have the fields of two study parts. again, please? Yeah, can you read the question again? What word Sorry. is used in fields such as algebra, statistics, and biology to indicate the presence or use of two terms or parts of the name? Sorry, so two terms or parts binomial. of the name. Binomial, yeah, because... Uh, binary would be two separate things altogether, like a binary system. Okay, yeah. is that your answer? Yeah. Are you okay with that? Yeah. We'll go with Gary's suggestion, yeah. Binomial. It's good for two yes. points. Nice. Well done. All right, back over we go to the blue team. You're back in blues. This is very tense, John. <laughs> Question one of this set. Berlin, the capital of Germany, straddles the banks of which river? which flows into the river Havel, which is in itself a tributary of the Elba. Well, I, I assume Berlin is the part with B then, because I'm sure it's on the river Spree, yeah. S-P-R-E-E. Correct. Next question. What is the anglicised version of the nickname of Harald Gormson, King of Denmark from 958 to 986? Today, the name is used for a data exchange protocol, which is officially known as IEEE 802.15.1. Bluetooth, isn't it? Yeah. Bluetooth, yes. yeah. Bluetooth. All right. Next question. The 1993 song Human Behaviour was the first international solo hit for which singer following the breakup of the group The Sugar Cubes? Not sure. Anyway, uh, what was the year again? Sorry. 1993 song Human Behaviour was the first international solo hit for which singer 
following the breakup of the group the Sugar Cubes. Was, did either of you know was Bjork in a band before her solo career? I'm happy for you to pick Pontiff. And it's a vague back of my head thing, but I don't know. You're all right. All right. I don't know if she was in a band, but we'll yeah. Are we going to play that? We'll we'll try. We'll try Bjork. Yeah. It's correct. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Amazing call. Yes, indeed. Bjork is the answer to that one. She was in the Sugar Cubes. Next question, which will be four in a row: the five-pointed star, the nine-pointed star, the greatest name and the ringstone symbol are emblems used to express identification with which religion governed by a supreme ruling body based in Haifa, Israel? We're back to Brahman here, are we? No, it's the, it's the Baha'i, Baha'i faith. I think you're referring to Brian on this one. It's correct. The Baha'i. All right. And next question. Oh, this is for the five in a row. Which dystopian novel by English author Aldous Huxley, published in 1932, is largely set in a futuristic world state whose citizens are environmentally engineered into an intelligence-based social hierarchy. The book was banned in Ireland upon its release due to alleged references to sexual promiscuity. Um, Brave New World, I, I presume. I haven't read it, but... Yeah, uh, good, is that? Yeah. Well, that was actually, yeah. It's correct. Boom. <laughs> 24 to the Blues right now, 20 to the Reds. Here we have we to get all our questions right. Are these the last five questions? There's five questions here. Yeah, these are the last five. There's four. If you get four, you're tied. You could feasibly miss the fifth and it'll be a draw. Of course, if you miss the fifth, they could then go across. They pass it over. It's, yeah. yeah it's, okay, it's here we go. Red there team. No pressure here at all, Bob. No pressure. Just wanted to say that. No pressure. <laughs> Don't press over. It, it's not. Here come the final set of five questions for the red team. Question one of that. Which digital data storage format designed to supersede the DVD was unveiled by Sony in October 2000, but wasn't released officially to the public until June 2006? That would be Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Blu-ray is correct. Next question. Born in Florence in 1377, which architect and designer, considered to be a founding father of Renaissance architecture, is most famous for designing the Dome of Florence Cathedral, but also for the development of the mathematical technique of linear perspective? Oh, I should know this. So should I. I'll read it again. Born in Florence in 1377, which architect and designer, considered to be a founding father of Renaissance architecture, is most famous for designing the dome of the Florence Cathedral, but also for the development of the mathematical technique of linear perspective. Okay, his name begins with B, so... Well, there's Botticelli. Yeah, but Botticelli is the name that comes to my head, but I think he's a painter. Yeah. Well, this guy's a painter as well. I think he used to paint pictures with perspective. Borgia. I'm just thinking of Italian bees. Okay, guys, i give you another 10 seconds and then I'll have to ask you to yeah, commit to something. Somebody take a guess there. I'm, I don't know. Gary, I'd go with Botticelli on yeah, the basis okay. that two of us have gone basis, in person. <laughs> on the basis that we've not, no other answer. So, yeah. Okay, you're going with Botticelli. Okay, Botticelli. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid that's wrong and that could be crucial. Could be. Could be crucial here. So, across we go. Blue team, you're getting... Potential bonus here, and then the next question as well. What is the name of that founding father of Renaissance architecture? Filippo Brunelleschi. Yeah. All right, Brian. Yeah, that's the one. Correct. Well done. Well done. Okay, you're in, uh, blue team. Which is the most eastern of the four capital cities through which the Danube flows? Eastern is the opposite of west, Brian. Hmm. West is best, though. I'm sure you agree. Um, well, considering there's no B in the question, I assume they're looking for B, and it goes through Belgrade for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any more cap. It doesn't go through Bucharest. It doesn't go through Bratislava, does it? Uh, it does, but I don't think that's further east than Belgrade. Belgrade would be further east. Yeah. <clears throat> 
I'd say it's probably Belgrade. Okay, yeah, you're Belgrade. playing Belgrade. Is correct. Very good. What is the more common term for members of the Galago family? G-A-L-A-G-O. Small nocturnal primates native to continental sub-Saharan Africa, known for their large eyes that give them good night vision. I... Primates, sub-Saharan Africa, is that what you said? Yes. Um. I'll read it again. What is the more common term for members of the Galago family? Small nocturnal primates native to continental sub-Saharan Africa, known for their large eyes that give them good night vision. I'm just trying to baboons. think. Baboons? Baboons, maybe? I think it might be baboon, yeah. They're not exactly small, though, baboons. But you say small, sorry. I don't know. Um, hmm. I don't have anything. Okay, are you going to have a guess? Venting brain. I'm just trying to think of primates with a B, but... Um, no, I like if in doubt, called baboons. But we'll tr- yeah, no, I, you're probably right. Baboon, right, baboon. I'm afraid it's not the baboon. So uh, over we go to the red team. Get a bonus here. Do you know the more common term for the members of the Galago family? Primate. The only primate I can think of is the bonobo. But I that's what I was like thinking. The bonobo chimpanzee. monkey sounds yeah. like a chimpanzee. Yeah, it is. It is, but it's, it's it's not the one on um, Gibraltar. So you're nearly down in Africa there, like. Oh, no, Gibraltar is is different. That's a Barbary ape. Gibraltar. Is it? Yeah. Then then bonobo. I would go bonobo. Okay, you're going bonobo. Okay. I'm afraid that's not right either. They are called the bush baby or bush babies. Uh, yeah. And uh, the final question of the set is for the red team. Reigning since the age of twenty six. When his father abdicated in his favour, the 40-year-old Zhigme Kesar Wangchuk is the king, or dragon king in his own language, of which landlocked Asian country? I'll spell his name for you. J-I-G-M-E-K-H-E-S-A-R and W-A-N-G-C-H-U-C-K Wangchuk. Yeah, it was the spelling I was getting. (laughs) Uh, well, if it's B, it must be Bhutan. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Bhutan is correct. He is the king of Bhutan. All right. So let's go over and check the final score with Clancy. Blue team 26 points. Red team 22 points. So it is a win for the blue team tonight. Congratulations to Brian, Brian and Jer and the blue team. Look at the post. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it all hung on one question there, unfortunately, for the red team. Well, it, it's all about the strategy and the coming late into the game. And... <laughs> it's true. We, we had an hour-long Zoom call beforehand to discuss. Well, like, <laughs> always your strategy, Doss. Uh, well, let the others uh, answer all the questions, is it? <laughs> Let's get a few wrong at the start and then finish strong. <laughs> well, well, I don't mean to cast dispersions, but... It, it's a bit beneath you to be uh, bitter about losing so early. <laughs> the fact I'm not drinking is uh, everyone else is enjoying their obviously. Yeah. Now, uh, thank you everyone for taking part tonight. Uh, thank you to our gallant losers, the red team, Bob Cox, Gary Stevens, and John Martin. Hard luck, chaps, but you'll be back on again in the weeks ahead. <laughs> Congratulations to our magnanimous winners. <laughs> The blue team. That's Brian Dawson, Brian Shaw and Ger Slattery. And uh, thank you for everyone at home for listening in. If you're listening to us in an online format, stay tuned for the podcast extras. They will be coming up shortly. Other than that, I'll say good luck and we'll see you next week for another quiz. Goodbye. Podcast Extra. So you're basically admitting you didn't listen to it either, is what you're admitting there, really. Um, I'll be watching you, John, by the way. I believe in quizzing. (laughs) 
Um, we watched you, John, because you were giving clues to Dave based on your facial expression. Not deliberately, but I reckon he was reading me, like in a kind of a poker tell way. So, you know, you're yeah, gonna, yeah. if you want to go down that road, I suppose you can. At least I, his team discouraged him from taking advantage of that. So. <laughs> okay, let me just get my levels right here. Okay, everybody ready? So, if I was to say we're going. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Anyone what? Slattery, <laughs> have you done any? Have you looked at anything? Have you looked at the Facebook page? Have you done anything anywhere? No, you know. You can honestly check. Well, that's true. You're always honest. Uh, I just put 815 down on my diary, yeah, which is yeah. it. You're with the two Bryans. Okay. The two Bryans. So, so it's you, you okay. with Brian and Brian, right? And of course, you're with the clever Brian and the stupid Brian, and your job is to figure out. <laughs> Clancy, good evening, Clancy. That's not the right button, apparently. What is the right button again? Try that one. Good day, everyone. They got Buffy the Vampire there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Can I get the name of the mayor again? Don, come on. Can I ask a question? Yes. How does uh, how does Jabe come before G G? Which? Oh, <laughs> you're right. I got that wrong. I apologize. Right, okay. Sorry, Gary. I'm Sorry, John. In an alternate universe. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, that's going to be fixed in the edit. So John is going to be last. Uh, <laughs> I keep it in. I don't know what's up me there. I love to. I literally wrote down the alphabet to make sure that. The new paper editor who had to double check the alphabet. <laughs> Just as an aside, there on my screen, both Brian and John took a swig of wine at the exact same moment. It was like <laughs> choreographed. They're drinking from the same bottle. Indeed. <laughs> okay, across we go to the other side. Uh, blues. Sorry, you were the blues. Cross we go to the side, red. I'd have put 500 quid on the uh, Dalai Lama if I was a Tibetan man. <laughs> I mean, it's going to the extras, I suppose. It, it should be 3v2 now. Kick them out of the quiz. <laughs> okay, right. Let's uh, go. Hang on. i gotta get. I got to get back in the game here. Hold on. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to be on Brian's team right now. <laughs> Which Brian? <laughs> Me. Would Brian really be happy to be on his own side and in, in the third person? Great teamwork there. Although <laughs> earlier Gary had dismissed the chance you get a blur, but John knew it, and then John dismissed <laughs> the chances there, but Gary knew it. So you know, teamwork. I like to think I'm the guy in That's the center team. holding it all together. <laughs> Anything? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Anyone? Okay, everyone, how are we feeling? Anyone need a break or anything? Anyone need to go to Jack? just go to the toilet. All right. Well, that's all that wine you were drinking. I had one glass and then my wife came in and took the rest of the bottle. Of the <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, John, I, hmm? I, I had to leave a, an antenatal class early so that I could get here on time. <laughs> well, Brian, I, I'm honoured that you would do that. So, such was the importance. That, uh, <laughs> How many uh, classes in are we at the moment? This was the first antenatal class. Oh, right. You've, you've left the first antenatal class. Well, start as you mean to go on, I suppose. It's not a good sign for commitment, is it really? Sorry, what? what? Am I going to sound like an idiot here? What? Antenatal? Is that, is that not like a oh, movement against... Oh, to having... the poor young lad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that literally not the case? I, I, um, I, thought, that, I thought that's a philosophical movement, antenatalism. Uh, uh, A-N-T-E. Oh, E, okay. Before, yeah. Yeah. I think I've lost somebody's points here. Hold on a second. Uh, oh, recount, recount. I'm about to do a recount, don't worry. Has anyone else been counting while I've been at it, just out of interest? Yeah, I have, I have. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What, yeah. Tell me what Blue, you're... 52, red, 20. No, no. Like no, no, no. That's 15 questions. We've each got six points. Or they, they've got 12, we've got six. Oh yeah, no, it is fine. So I take five it left. Five left. It's correct, and I, I, I actually do have them right. I'm sorry. So twenty-four to the Blues right now. Twenty to the Reds. Uh, 
Hard luck, hard luck, Reds. Yeah. I mean, you were <laughs> on that one question, unfortunately. It's, it's always the way with the wiki walk. You're just kind of going, I want their five, not my five. Their five. You know? I will wholeheartedly give the credit to Brian Shaw on, on those. <laughs> no. no. It, was a good, it was a good performance. Good all teamwork around. all around. It was, well done. Yeah. it was a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. I don't know. I don't know. If if I'm a stan yet, but if if I had to choose someone, it would be hers. Like I'm a. Isn't that it's, what they say? Sure. What? Gen- Hang on. Educate. Yeah, hear this on Twitter. This is what the. I mean, it's younger than me. It's like the teens now. They, right. Go on. They're called stans if they're super fans of someone. Like. Okay. Like all the, these Korean boy bands and Ariana Grande and stuff. They're obsessive fans. Are called stans. I don't know why. Don't ask me the. It's from the, the origin. Eminem song. It's from the Eminem song. Yeah, is that where Eminem it comes from? Stan. Oh, I know he has a song that's Stan. Is that is that what is that where it uh, comes from? It's about from? a super fan. It is an obsessive. Yeah. I mean, to the point of yeah. Yeah, stalkerish. Okay. You know more than I do about that. Okay. Well, there you go. John has provided the. the Why wasn't that in the music round? <laughs> <laughs> well, John, if you come back on for the S uh, show, uh, who knows? What there we go. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, I think Bob's already checked out mentally. He's like checking his his phone or something. I've got important people to um, inform that I won. Okay. This doesn't go until Thursday, no? No. By the time this go, by the time this airs, people are going to think this is fake news. That you'll have told them all that you won <laughs> when you actually lost. This is why you can't trust anything you read in the newspapers, especially his one. This is this is going to be this is going to be spun so much that people aren't actually going to even listen to it. They're going to know the results. 